a novel symbiosis between chemoautotrophic bacteria and freshwater cave amphipod. Abstract. Symbioses involving animals and chemoautotrophic bacteria form the foundation of entire ecosystems at deep-sea hydrothermal vents and cold seeps, but have so far not been reported in terrestrial and freshwater environments. A rare example of a terrestrial ecosystem sustained by chemoautotrophy is found within the sulfide-rich Frasassi limestone cave complex of central Italy. In this study, we report the discovery of abundant filamentous bacteria on the exoskeleton of Nefargus ictus, a macroinvertebrate endemic to Frasassi. Using 16S rDNA sequencing and fluorescence in situ hybridization, fish, we show that N. ictus throughout the large cave complex are colonized by a single phylotype of bacteria and the sulfur-oxidizing clade thiotrix. The epibiont phylotype is distinct from thiotrix phylotypes that form conspicuous biofilms in the cave streams and pools inhabited by N. ictus. Using a combination of C13 labeling, fish, and secondary ion mass spectrometry, or SIMS, we show that the epibiont thiothrix are autotrophic, establishing the first known example of a non-marine chemoautotroph animal symbiosis. Conditions supporting chemoautotrophy and the N. ictus thiothrix association likely commenced in the Frasassi cave complex between 350,000 and 1 million years ago. Therefore, the Enictus thiothrix symbiosis is provably significantly younger than marine chemoautotrophic symbioses, many of which have been evolving for tens to hundreds of millions of years. Introduction Symbioses play a pivotal role in the evolution of life on our planet. Novel symbiotic associations can substantially alter metabolic capabilities of the partners involved with important evolutionary and ecological ramifications. In sulfide-rich marine habitats, such as at hydrothermal vents, methane seeps, and organic-rich coastal margins, invertebrates that are symbiotic with sulfur-oxidizing chemoautotrophic bacteria are ubiquitous and often numerically and ecologically dominant. Such symbioses have evolved independently in seven different metazoan phyla and vary in nature from epibiotic to intracellular associations. Sulfitic habitats are also found in terrestrial limestone caves, such as Mobile Cave in Romania and the Frasassi Cave System in Italy. Some sulfitic caves, including Frasassi, are isolated from surface photosynthetic primary productivity and contain ecosystems entirely based on microbial chemoautotrophy. Initial descriptions of these cave ecosystems noted the absence of chemoautotrophic symbioses despite other ecological and geochemical similarities with marine vents and seeps. Here, we report for the first time that Nefargus ictus, a macroinvertebrate, 
belonging to the Frasasi cave ecosystem, is symbiotic with filamentous, sulfur-oxidizing chemoautotrophic bacteria of the clade Thiothrix. Although several symbioses between animals and chemoautotrophic bacteria have been discovered in marine environments, to the best of our knowledge, this is the first known example of a freshwater or terrestrial habitat. The Fersasi cave complex is actively forming by sulfuric acid dissolution of the limestone host rock. The sulfuric acid is generated by microbial and abiotic oxidation of sulfide dissolved in water rising from a deep aquifer. The cave complex contains over 23 kilometers of passages, including numerous sulfitic streams and lakes accessible by technical caving routes. Sulfide and oxygen concentrations range over an order of magnitude within the cave system due to seasonal and spatial variability in the dilution of sulfitic groundwater by oxygenated meteoric water. Conspicuous Mat-like white biofilms cover surfaces near the water table where sulfitic and oxygenated waters mix and where sulfitic springs contact the oxygenated cave air. Detailed studies conducted earlier by our group revealed that the biofilms are predominantly composed of sulfur cycling bacteria within the beta, delta, gamma, and epsilon proteobacterial clades. Specifically, filamentous thiothrix, begiatoa, and epsilon proteobacteria dominate the biomass of microbial biofilms, inhabiting separate niches defined by water chemistry and stream flow characteristics. Microbial chemoautotrophy within Frasasi supports a rich ecosystem that includes several species of macroinvertebrates. The macroinvertebrate that dominates the biomass of Frasasi cave waters is an amphipod species called N. ictus, which is endemic to the Frasasi cave ecosystem. This amphipod is typically found in large numbers in Frasasi cave lakes and streams, including lakes located deep within the cave system, more than 500 meters interior to the natural cave entrances. Our initial microscopic observations of N. ictus revealed abundant filamentous bacteria attached to its exoskeleton. The goal of our study was to characterize the nature of the bacteria colonizing the amphipod exoskeleton, and we used a combination of 16S rDNA sequencing, fluorescence in situ hybridization, 13C labeling, and secondary ion mass spectrometry to find that amphipods throughout the cave system are colonized by a single phylotype of chemoautotrophic bacteria belonging to the sulfur cycling clade, thiothrix. Discussion. In this study, we used a combination of microscopy, 16S rDNA cloning, and fish to demonstrate that N. ictus, an amphipod that dominates the biomass of the Frasasi cave macroinvertebrate community, is symbiotic with a specific phylotype of filamentous bacteria belonging to the sulfur cycling clade thiothrix. Amphipods throughout the large cave system are colonized by a single phylotype of thiothrix that is extremely rare or absent in stream biofilms.
Several types of filamentous sulfur-oxidizing bacteria abundant in the Frisasi ecosystem are adapted to life in flowing water and attach themselves to surfaces using structures called holdfasts. These clades include thiothrix and filamentous epsilon proteobacteria, both of which form thick mats in an ictus habitat. Thiothrix epibionts have been reported earlier on the marine amphipod species, and filamentous epsilon proteobacteria are the most common epibionts on deep-sea hydrothermal vent invertebrates. We observed that N. ictus individuals regularly swim through dense mats composed of thiothrix and filamentous epsilon proteobacteria in Frisasi cave waters. Thus, it is not surprising to find filamentous bacteria attached to N. ictus exoskeletons. However, the presence of a unique phylotype of thiothrix to the exclusion of filamentous epsilon proteobacteria and closely related thiothrix phylotypes, many times more numerous in the environment, is indeed remarkable. The phylogenetic specificity demonstrated by the N. ictus thiothrix association is extremely unusual for epibiotic associations and is an important hallmark of symbioses. The thiothrix clade contains strains that are capable of both autotrophic and heterotrophic growth. To determine the trophic nature of N. ictus epibionts, we exposed live amphipods to sulfitic cave waters enriched in 13C bicarbonate. Separated epibiont filaments from the exoskeletons and analyzed them using a combination of fish and sims. Epibiotic thiothrix filaments from Nifargus exposed to carbon-13 bicarbonate were on average 550% enriched in carbon-13 in relation to control filaments, showing that they rapidly incorporated carbon-13 into their cells during the experiment. These results are consistent with the N. ictus symbiont being chemoautotrophic and thus they are unlikely to be colonizing N. ictus exoskeletons to derive organic carbon from their hosts. Epibiotic growth of chemoautotrophic sulfur oxidizing bacteria on invertebrates is extremely common in sulfitic marine environments and has so far been described in six eukaryotic phyla, including invertebrates and protists whereas free-living sulfur-oxidizing bacteria are restricted to a narrow interface where sulfide and oxygen coexist, epibiotic bacteria can achieve high growth rates by hitchhiking on mobile invertebrates that travel between oxic and anoxic microenvironments. Enictus appears to confer a similar benefit to its epibiotic bacteria, in Frasasi waters, free-living thiothrix are numerically dominant microbial populations only in turbulent, high-oxygen, low-sulfide niches. In contrast, the N. ictus epibionts flourish along with their hosts in streams and lakes 
with a much broader range of sulfide and oxygen concentrations and water flow characteristics. These habitats include stagnant lakes with no conspicuous biofilm development, slow-moving pools dominated by Begiatoa mats and Thiovolum veils, and turbulent streams with high sulfide-to-oxygen ratios dominated by filamentous epsilon proteobacteria. We observed Anictus both in their natural environment and in captivity, and found that they regularly move back and forth between oxic water at the air-water interface and anoxic water at the water-sediment interface. The Anictus exoskeleton is therefore an ideal niche for sulfur-oxidizing bacteria, and the thiothrix epibions presumably benefit from having a vehicle for dispersal as well as reliable alternating access to both sulfide and oxygen. The epibiotic thiothrix is closely related by 16S rDNA phylogeny to some phylotypes in the bacterial biofilms in Frasasi cave waters. It is possible that the epibiotic thiothrix is the only strain within Frasasi waters capable of attaching to a chitin surface using chitinase activity, but this remains to be examined in future studies. We found the epibiotic thiothrix phylotype on all juvenile and adult and ictus across the full range of sizes observed in their natural cave populations, collected over a two-year period. As all amphipods periodically shed their exoskeleton during growth, our data imply that N. ictus reacquire their epibionts after each molting stage and maintain a specific epibiotic phylotype of thiothrix between generations. Moreover, N. ictus maintained for three months in an aquarium supplied with sulfitic cave water retained a dense cover of the epibiotic thiothrix phylotype. These observations imply that the epibiont filaments are maintained on individual amphipods for long periods, rather than being continuously inoculated from the environment. Like all amphipods, N. ictus females brood their young in pouches located ventrally between their anterior walking legs. Thus, the epibionts could transfer from female to offspring ensuring the maintenance of the symbiosis between generations. Earlier studies of invertebrates with sulfur-oxidizing epibiotic bacteria have suggested that their bacteria provide a ready source of food for their hosts. Amphipods are known for their grooming behavior and ingestion of material scraped from the exoskeleton. The gnathopods of Enictus, which are claw-like appendages used in amphipod species for grooming, are covered with a dense growth of thiothrix filaments. Moreover, thiothrix filaments attached to N. ictus typically appear to be trimmed to a shorter and uniform length compared with biofilm-forming thiothrix filaments we observe in cave streams. Thus, it is likely that the thiothrix epibionts form at least one component of the N. ictus diet. Furthermore, the thiothrix epibionts may serve to protect their amphipod hosts from sulfide toxicity. 
Sulfide is a potent inhibitor of aerobic respiration, and earlier studies have proposed that sulfide-oxidizing epibionts assist their eukaryotic hosts by detoxifying sulfide. Frasasi cave waters contain up to 550 micromolar sulfide. We observe that N. ictus thrives in Frasasi waters containing the highest sulfide levels, whereas other micro macroinvertebrates are restricted to cave waters with less than 250 micromolar sulfide. The gills of amphipods where sulfide could permeate easily are attached at the base of thoracic appendages. In most N. ictus individuals we studied, these appendages contain the highest density of sulfide oxidizing diothrix epibionts compared with the rest of the exoskeleton. Amphipods of the genus Nefargus are widely distributed across Europe and most species are specialized for living in freshwater subterranean environments. They are known to be tolerant to hypoxia and are thus pre-adapted to hypoxic conditions in sulfitic waters. However, sulfide toxicity could have been a potential barrier to colonization from surrounding non-sulfitic aquifers. And the acquisition of sulfur-oxidizing symbionts may have facilitated the successful colonization of the sulfitic cave environment. N. ictus is distributed throughout the Frasasi cave system and is the numerically dominant macroinvertebrate of the ecosystem. This is reminiscent of deep sea vents and seeps, where numerically dominant invertebrates are often symbiotic with chemoautotrophic bacteria. The discovery of the N. ictus thiotrix symbiosis on land thus highlights the importance and apparently ubiquitous nature of animal bacterial symbioses in sulfide-rich environments. Epibiotic associations have been proposed as the initial step toward more integrated intracellular symbioses, leading eventually to the development of obligate endosymbioses and organelles. In the marine environment, symbioses between animals and chemoautotrophic bacteria are an ancient phenomenon, often involving obligate intracellular microbial partners. Fossil records indicate that some shallow marine bivalve lineages with endosymbiotic chemoautotrophic bacteria are almost half a billion years old. Symbiotic taxa from vents and seeps diversified between 10 and 100 million years ago and many of them may have been derived from symbiotic ancestors in other sulfide-rich marine environments. The symbiosis between Thiothrix and N. ictus is likely very young, in comparison to these marine examples. The northern Apennine region, including the Frasasi area, began to emerge above sea level approximately 3 million years ago, Continuing tectonic uplift and erosion of the 3-kilometer-thick Jurassic to Miocene sedimentary secession subsequently removed rock layers above the Jurassic limestone hosting the cave system, most recently leaving surface and karst features that record the history of cave development at Versace. Geomorphological studies of these features constrain the age of the oldest sulfuric acid-derived cave level in the Frasasi system between 
350,000 in 1 million years. And Ictus is endemic to the Frasasi cave system. We consider the possibility that N. Ictus or its ancestor colonized the Frasasi cave system after acquiring Thyothrix epibions in a sulfitic environment elsewhere. In this case, the symbiosis could be up to several million years old. This is unlikely for several reasons. The dispersal of groundwater fauna is typically very restricted due to the discontinuous nature of macroscopic pores in the terrestrial subsurface. Moreover, the high relief and structural complexity of the geology in central Italy present additional barriers to the dispersal of groundwater taxa. Adjacent sulfitic karst areas are separated from the Frasasi cave system by major thrust faults that interrupt the continuity of groundwater aquifers, making it extremely unlikely that Ennictus diversified from an ancestor already symbiotic with sulfur-oxidizing diothrix epibions. Thus, we contend that the Ennictus diothrix symbiosis originated within the Frasasi cave system less than one million years ago and as a unique example of a chemoautotroph animal symbiosis in the early stages of evolution.